Good morning. Let's begin our service by singing hymn number 221. O Jesus, our dear Master, thy works, now understood, reveal their full effulgence through love and brotherhood. Today, Christ's precious science, thy healing power makes plain. With joy may all obey thee and cast out sin and pain. Hymn number 221. Scriptural this morning will be given by Suzanne from Vermont. 
I shall read from Samuel, from Second Samuel. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. The Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness. According to the cleanness of my hands hath he recompensed me. For all his judgments were before me. And as for his statutes, I did not depart from them. I was also upright before him and have kept myself from mine iniquity. With the merciful, thou wilt show thyself merciful, and with the upright man, thou wilt show thyself upright. For thou art my lamp, O Lord, and the Lord will lighten my darkness. God is my strength and power, and he maketh my way perfect. He maketh my feet like hinds feet, and setteth me upon my high places. Thou hast enlarged my steps under me, so that my feet did not slip. The Lord liveth, and blessed be my rock, and exalted be the God of the rock of my salvation. Therefore I will give thanks unto thee, O Lord, among the heathen, and I will sing praises unto thy name. Let's now have a moment of silent prayer and follow with the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation as given in the Christian Science textbook. Father, Mother, God, all harmonious. Hallowed be thy name. Adorable one, thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom is come. Thou art ever present. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Enable us to know, as in heaven, so on earth, God is omnipotent, supreme. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us grace for today. Feed the famished affections. And forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And love is reflected in love. And lead us not into temptation, 
deliver us from evil. And God leadeth us not into temptation, but delivereth us from sin, disease, and death. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. Let's now sing hymn number seven. Abide with me, fast breaks the morning light. Our day star rises, banishing all night. Thou art our strength, O truth that maketh free. We would unfailingly abide in thee. Hymn number seven. Welcome to the Sunday morning service of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. 
We begin every Sunday morning here with our roundtable discussion at 10 a.m., which is very clear and practical instruction in how to practice this science of Christianity. And it's guaranteed to revolutionize your life for the better, of course. So if you missed it this morning, you can catch it on our website, plainfieldcs.com, and you will also be able to find it on our YouTube channel. We have a Sunday school for children that meets at 11 a.m. every Sunday morning, and that Sunday school has a teleconference number of its own, so that if you don't live in the area and have a child of Sunday school age, your child can attend by telephone. In fact, quite a few of our Sunday school children attend through the teleconference number. So please call us, and we'll give you the number, and we'd love to welcome your child to our Sunday school. We have a testimony meeting every Wednesday evening at 8.15, where you can hear testimonies of healings and lives literally saved through the study and practice of Christian science. And we have a nursery for infants and toddlers at, for all of our services. And let's see, yesterday we had a really good Bible study. And if you missed that, you can also catch it on our website or our YouTube channel. The next Bible study will be in early December, so check the website for the study questions and the date, and we'll look forward to another really good Bible study in early December. And our calendar for 2022 has been printed and is available for sale, and we've sold a few already. So. If you're interested in a really good desktop calendar with an inspirational statement for each day, the price is $15 for one and $12 for each additional calendar that is mailed to the same address. So get your orders in. They're really good, and they also make uh, excellent uh, gifts, Christmas gifts. On our website, there is a really good article that I'd like to recommend that is pointed out, featured on our, on our front page of the website. And if you have ever regretted or if you ever thought you might waste time fretting over things, this is a very short but very powerful article entitled, Now and Then by Mary Baker Eddy. Recommend it highly. And everyone is welcome here. And that includes all of you who are listening and participating from around the world. Now we will have the reading of a testimony from Miscellaneous Writings, a testimony of healing, which attests to the healing power obtained by studying the Christian Science textbook. And that reading will be given this morning by Susan from Massachusetts. Page 427, 
My dear teacher, yours without date is at hand. Could you know out of what depths of material debris the first reading of the first volume of Science and Health six years ago last December lifted me? You would believe it had always been all I could ask. It was only words from the pen of uninspired writers that gave me pain. As the revelation of the all good appeared to me, all other books, all forms of religion, all methods of healing, to my sense, became void. Chronic beliefs of disease of 20 years standing, dimness of sight from the belief of age, all disappeared instantly. Indeed, material life seemed a blank. So why? I could not explain this, but this I did know. In this realm of the real, I found joy, peace, rest, love to all, unbounded, unspeakable. Human language had lost its power of expression, for no words came to me. And in all this six years of bliss, I still have found no words to tell my newfound life in God. The most chronic forms of a disease have sometimes been healed instantly and without argument, with great love and gratitude. M. H. P. The lesson sermon for this morning can be found on page 12 of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. Subject, Adam and Fallen Man. The golden text is from Ephesians. Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. The responsive reading is from Isaiah and Psalms. Awake, awake, put on thy strength, O Zion. Put on thy beautiful garments, O Jerusalem, the holy city. Shake thyself from the dust. Arise and sit down, O Jerusalem. Loose thyself from the bands of thy neck, O captive daughter of Zion. Break forth into joy. Sing together, ye waste places of Jerusalem. For the Lord hath comforted his people. He hath redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord hath made bare his holy arm in the eyes of all the nations, and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, 
saith the Lord. As for me, I will behold thy face in righteousness. I shall be satisfied when I awake with thy likeness. Amanda from Missouri will now read. The Bible. Genesis. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. But there went up a mist from the earth, and watered the whole face of the ground. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. And the Lord God called unto Adam, and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. And Adam knew Eve his wife, and she conceived, and bare Cain, and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. Job, man that is born of a woman is a few days and full of trouble. Turn from him. Luke, Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan, and he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Esaias. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. John, 
There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, Ye must be born again. Ephesians This I say therefore, Put off concerning the former conversation the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be ye renewed in the spirit of your mind. Put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. 1 Corinthians And so it is written, The first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. The first man is of the earth, earthy. The second man is the Lord from heaven. As is the earthy, such are they also that are earthy. And as is the heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly. And as we have borne the image of the earthy, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. Romans Now it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envying, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provision for the flesh, 
to fulfill the lusts thereof. 1 John Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. Carol will now read. I will read correlative passages from the Christian Science textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. In divine science, man is the true image of God. The divine nature was best expressed in Christ Jesus, who threw upon mortals the truer reflection of God and lifted their lives higher than their poor thought models would allow, thoughts which presented man as fallen, sick, sinning, and dying. Whatever indicates the fall of man or the opposite of God or God's absence is the Adam dream, which is neither mind nor man, for it is not begotten of the Father. The name Adam represents the false supposition that life is not eternal, but has beginning and end, that the infinite enters the finite, that intelligence passes into non-intelligence, and that soul dwells in material sense, that immortal mind results in matter, and matter in mortal mind, that the one God and Creator entered what He created and then disappeared in the atheism of matter. This error has proved itself to be error. Its life is found to be not life, but only a transient, false sense of an existence which ends in death. Man was not created from a material basis, nor bidden to obey material laws which spirit never made. His province is in spiritual statutes in the higher law of mind. Above error's awful din, blackness, and chaos, the voice of truth still calls, Adam, where art thou? Consciousness, where art thou? Art thou dwelling in the belief that mind is in matter and that evil is mind? Or art thou in the living faith that there is and can be but one God, and keeping his commandment. Until the lesson is learned that God is the only mind governing man, mortal belief will be afraid, as it was in the beginning, and will hide from the demand, Where art thou? This awful demand 
Adam, where art thou? is met by the admission from the head, heart, stomach, blood, nerves, etc. Lo, here I am, looking for happiness and life in the body, but finding only an illusion, a blending of false claims, false pleasure, pain, sin, sickness, and death. Mortal existence is a dream. Mortal existence has no real entity, but Seth, it is I. Spirit is the ego which never dreams, but understands all things, which never errs and is ever conscious, which never believes but knows, which is never born and never dies. Spiritual man is the likeness of this ego. Now I ask, is there any more reality in the waking dream of mortal existence than in the sleeping dream? There cannot be, since whatever appears to be a mortal man is a mortal dream. These mortal dreams are of human origin not divine. The false belief that spirit is now submerged in matter at some future time to be emancipated from it, this belief alone is mortal. Spirit, God, never germinates, but is the same yesterday and today and forever. If mind, God, creates error, that error must exist in the divine mind, and this assumption of error would dethrone the perfection of deity. Is Christian science contradictory? Is the divine principle of creation misstated? Has God no science to declare mind while matter is governed by unerring intelligence? There went up a mist from the earth. This represents error as starting from an idea of good on a material basis. It supposes God and man to be manifested only through the corporeal senses, although the material senses can take no cognizance of spirit or the spiritual idea. Human experience in mortal life, which starts from an egg, corresponds with that of Job when he says, man that is born of a woman is of few days and full of trouble. Mortals must emerge from this notion of material life as all in all. They must peck open their shells with Christian science and look outward and upward. From a material source flows no remedy for sorrow, sin, and death. For the redeeming power from the ills they occasion is not in egg nor in dust. Thus, it is learned that matter is a manifestation of mortal mind, 
and that matter always surrenders its claims when the perfect and eternal mind is understood. Divine science lays the axe at the root of the illusion that life or mind is formed by or is in the material body, and science will eventually destroy this illusion through the self-destruction of all error and the beatified understanding of the science of life. When the mist of mortal mind evaporates, the curse will be removed, which says to woman, In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children. Divine science rolls back the clouds of error with the light of truth and lifts the curtain on man as never born and as never dying, but as coexistent with his Creator. Paul said, Walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Sooner or later we shall learn that the fetters of man's finite capacity are forged by the illusion that he lives in body instead of in soul, in matter instead of in spirit. The awakening from this mortal dream or illusion will bring us into health, holiness, and immortality. This awakening is the forever coming of Christ, the advanced appearing of truth, which casts out error and heals the sick. This is the salvation which comes through God, the divine principle, love, as demonstrated by Jesus. Through discernment of the spiritual opposite of materiality, even the way through Christ, truth, man will reopen with the key of divine science the gates of paradise, which human beliefs have closed, and will find himself unfallen, upright, pure and free. We will now have a moment of silent prayer for our world.
Let's now sing hymn number 160. The words of this hymn are by Mary Baker Eddy. It matters not what be thy lot, so love doth guide. For storm or shine, pure peace is thine, whate'er betide. Hymn number 160. Sure ain't much, but it's all we've got left. 
Let's now sing hymn number 406. O love, our mother, ever near, to thee we turn from doubt and fear. In perfect peace our thoughts abide, our hearts now in this truth confide. Man is the child of God. Hymn number 406. science textbook, The Scientific Statement of Being, and the correlative passages from 1 John, 3rd chapter. There is no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind, 
in its infinite manifestation, for God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth. Matter is mortal error. Spirit is <clears throat> the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material, he is spiritual. 1 John. <clears throat> Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth, knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. Matthew. <clears throat> Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. Amen. Amen.